Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard with Marty Griffin. Marty at home, still dealing with pneumonia. And uh, Marty's been very forthright with his issues and... We appreciate all the well wishes people have sent for Marty. And you can go to his Get Marty Facebook page and also X, formerly known as Twitter. And we thank you uh, for doing that. Meanwhile, the Vice President Kamala Harris was in town for a flash yesterday, uh, announcing money for water infrastructure. And joining me from our KDK news team, Shelby Cassessi. So you've been following this story so as I understand it, $200 million, which was part of that big infrastructure bill, mm -hmm. but this is focused on our water system, right? Yeah, they're calling this, Larry, the biggest investment in clean water in American history, $5.8 across the country going out specifically for, um, you know, cleaning up our waterways. And $200 million of that is coming to Pittsburgh. This has actually been something locally that Vice President Harris has been familiar with. She's been to Pittsburgh before. They've already given, I think, about $42 million toward just lead line replacement here in Pittsburgh. And so this has really been kind of home base for her efforts um, because there's a lot there's a lot of work to be done. It's an old waterway system. We see that every winter with all the water main breaks that pop up. And the PWSA has been you know, doing a really a uh, concentrated effort on replacing a lot of these old water pipes. And, uh, you know, hopefully the, with the funding, they're hoping to get through all of them by 2026. So this is some money to move that along and do some other things like, you know, um, contamination reduction and um, just making sure that the entire region has access to clean water. And I don't know what else could be more important to every family. Right. Been, and as I understand, though, uh, they have, started this process of changing out those mm -hmm. lead pipelines and they have been what about halfway through the process that's the last thing i heard um and again hoping toward a goal of replacing 100 percent of lead pipes by 2026 so um you know another two it just think about how much of an undertaking that is think about how many of those pipes need to be replaced in our area that it takes this number of years and this amount of funding to get through it it is a very old waterway system and i think a lot of people locally see the see the real life issues with that there's no easy way to do it either no, i mean you have to go in there dig it up replace oh. it i mean i see pwsa crews out there all the time um right. you know replacing those i've i've 
just as being a reporter, they've invited reporters out to watch it happen a few times. And it's just a very lengthy process for a city like Pittsburgh. However, it is getting done, and that's good news. Yeah. Do you have a water filter at your house? We have. I have the, you know, the, um, the refrigerator filter where the water comes out of my freezer door. Right. Yeah. So that so that's filter. So for drinking water. Yeah, but from the sink, it's hard to say. I don't know. I guess I'm a bad homeowner. I don't know where my water's coming from. But I personally always carry a water bottle with a filter. And here, yeah, water bottle. Is yeah. it a plastic bottle? Yes. So now they tell us that a lot of plastic bottles, you know, we, we were led to believe that they're all, but there's micro. Uh, Plastics. Yeah. yeah. Micro, I don't know, Larry. Everything's killing I, us at this point. And there's a new <laughs> report that comes out that I think I saw the Cheerios are killing us now uh, just well, a couple of days ago because a, of something in that. Did it, you see the so, did, Cheerios? Did you see I, the I, one about- I'm probably spreading information <laughs> I don't know a lot about, but I saw a TikTok video about this, that there's something in cheerios that's apparently not a, good for us so I'm a dead man well, then. yeah what sam did you see now that like the stanley cups like the big ones yeah are now promoting overhydration and oh, oh yeah yeah i just saw something today about how eating too much protein is right. bad for you but for weight loss or just maintain muscle all anyone does is promote protein so what are we supposed to talk do? with your doctors and, and consult with health professionals Stanley things are so yeah. expensive yeah i never got on board the stanley craze i have my brita bottle because like, I, I love having the filter inside i went That's to uh, a college campus recently i had to drop something off for a friend and i saw so many girls college-age girls just walking to class holding these things and i'm like it's it's so bulky it's I, don't, so inconvenient I don't really to you carry. know if you love it we have that's our- and it works for you to get water great I just don't. I could not get on. As a 31-year-old woman, I could not get on board with it, which is pretty rare. Well, our all-night producer, Zach, he has this giant Yeti-looking thing. Mm-hmm. Plus, he wears a backpack and this giant coat. Looks like he's a Sherpa. Yeah, he looks like he's like he looks like he's hiking. He looks like Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> An outdoorsman. All right, Shelby, thank you. And by the way, Shelby, we'll miss you. You're mm-hmm. leaving us next at the end of next week. Yeah, end of next week. And you're going to be... A TV star. Well, we'll see. I'm, um, you know, for people that know me and have listened to me on the fan, you all know that sports is the Your top passion. priority in my heart. It's my passion. And we're just going to, I'm at a point in my life where I can kind of go out and explore those opportunities and hope for the best. So yeah, say, say a prayer, hope for the best for me that things pan out, but just going to try and take the freelance route and hopefully down the road, see what happens. Follow your passion. Good luck to you. Thank you. And thank you, Larry, for always being so kind. Shelby Cassessi. Baseball starts spring training schedule Saturday. Pirates are going to be in Fort Myers to play the Minnesota Twins. One o'clock, by the way, on 93.7 The Fan. Then our first game on the AM side, the original, is going to be on Tuesday at 1 as the Bucks play the Atlanta Braves. And today is a very special day down in Bradenton. Joining me, Executive Director of the Bradenton Convention and Visitors Bureau, is Elliot Falcioni. Elliot. Good morning. Good morning, Larry. How are you, sir? You got your speech ready. Uh, you got Steve Blast lined up. You've got the uh, Roberto Clemente Sons. You've got Pirates Spring Training. What's going on? Just, I'm looking at the beautiful sun rising. There will not be a cloud in the sky. Uh, it is a great day for baseball. And there is a special ceremony going on this afternoon. 
Yes. So in front of Pirate City, uh, Larry, you know it. That is about one mile east of uh, Lecom Park. Uh, the the county is going to rename 27th Street East uh, Roberto Clemente Memorial Way, and uh, you know it's a long time coming. Remember, the Pirates started their first year uh, training in Bradenton in 1969, and uh, one of uh, Roberto's teammates was uh, Steve Blass. And uh, you know we're really happy that Steve will be there today. Uh, as well as Roberto Jr. Uh, and Luis Clemente. A pirate for life. We love Steve Blass, and he's got such great stories, and especially when you think about, and you told me yesterday, that he and Roberto were there for the very first spring training for the Pirates in Bradenton together. Yeah, and uh, believe it or not, Steve was 26 years old, right in his prime, and uh, you know I had a nice talk with Steve at the regatta, gala last friday night uh and steve uh you know who is quite the character fun loving guy and he looked me in the eyes and says there was one hero in my life and that guy was roberto clemente and it it, uh boy it really impacted um how how great i feel that steve's going to be a part of today and roberto's sons and you know uh i'm planning on telling that story about you know, everybody knows Roberto lost his life on, on, you know, New Year's Eve 1972, but he saved one. Uh, and you know, you remember the, the guy, the, the great Tom Walker, who we lost last year. Neil Walker, the Pittsburgh kid who's still part of the broadcast team now as a color analyst for uh, Sportsnet Pittsburgh. That was officially announced yesterday, and he's been doing that last couple of years. So his dad, Tom, and I have been friends a long time. When Neil was eight, I believe, I met Tom and his wife, Carolyn. And Tom was a major league pitcher, too. And we became friends. And what a wonderful man. They just lost him to pancreatic cancer uh, just last year. And it's been very difficult for the family because he was such a big presence. But he told me a story. So we're sitting in Lecom Park, and I was recording an interview with Tom Walker while Neil was on the field for the first time when he came up from the minors to be with the big team on the uh, the schedule with the Pirates. And I said, what's it like, Tom, to sit here as a former major leaguer and watch your son out there? And he got kind of choked up and he quiet for a second, and he said, you know, there might never have been a Neil Walker or any of my other children or family members. And I said, what are you talking about? He said, well, I was playing winter ball with Roberto Clemente in Puerto Rico, and he was helping load the plane and was going to get on the plane with Roberto, and Roberto said, "Nah, you stay, go to the New Year's Eve party, I'll see you when I get back. And that was, the rest is history. So imagine all these years later, I happened to be at PNC Park, when it was Roberto Clemente night, back then his wife Verist was still living, his sons were there, and Neil Walker comes up to bat, and he hits a home run over the Roberto Clemente wall, and how many home runs was it? Twenty-one. <laughs> I mean, you you if you wrote that, people would say you can't tell that story; it's preposterous, couldn't happen, but that was real, and so there's this magic. A link 
to Pittsburgh to Roberto Clemente. And even after all these years, I'm glad they're going to name that street after. Probably should have happened decades ago, but we'll take it now, right? Yeah, Larry, and, and I appreciate you were the one that introduced me to Tom Walker. Uh, many don't know that the only reason why Roberto got on that DC-7 is uh, he heard that many uh, deliveries prior, government was taking the supplies and selling them uh, when it landed in Honduras and um, Nicaragua. And so Roberto Clemente wanted to make sure that it got into the, the hands of the needy. And not only did he save the life of Tom Walker, who became a great human being, and if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have been able to build that relationship with Tom. But to have Neil and what a great man he's become uh, is really, really special. So the the legacy of Roberto Clemente uh, lives forever. And his other two sons, equally as great humans, and his daughter is married to Donnie Kelly, who's the bench coach for the Pirates now and made the team from Mount Lebanon before Neil did. So it's such a Pittsburgh thing. Man, this is great. Take some pics, send me some photos, and enjoy an incredible day. Thanks, Elliot. Thanks, Larry. Look forward to seeing you sometime in March, buddy. Oh, we're coming. We're coming, and uh, looking forward to being in Bradenton for spring training. Elliot Falcioni from the Bradenton Convention of Visitors Bureau. He's a Pittsburgher, you know, 30-plus years there. Used to work for the Pirates. I joked to him he went to spring training and never came home. 10 to 2, it's... Colin Dunlap today. And uh, by the way, thanks for checking in on Marty. He's at home, got pneumonia, so he will be back as soon as in, in our 9 o'clock hour. Marty's wife, Christine, will join us. So we'll get kind of an update. I'm sure he's going stir crazy, Colin. Yeah. You know Marty. He He's on the move. He's like you. He He's on the move. He can't sit. No, I'm, I'm much like that. A lot. I'm wired a lot like Marty, to be frank with you. We, we are wired the same. You're from Sharpsburg. I am, which I like. I've been, to, you know, if you go down there, there's a little rejuvenation happening, and I appreciate it. So you mean on the main drag? On the main, yet Main Street. That's what it's called. Um, yep. So hopefully that keeps going. I had a marriage moment this morning. Uh oh. And I think you can appreciate this. You, you and Cindy could appreciate this. What right? happened? So Wednesday's the day that I, I don't, with like working this schedule, um, I don't get up and work out at 5 a.m. on Wednesdays, I'll work out in the afternoon. So I normally get up at 4, go work out at 5, and then get a quick shower, then come in. You okay? do raw fitness cross fit. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But Wednesdays I take off and then just ride the bike in the afternoon. So I slept in a little today. So I take a shower before my wife even gets up. So I'll get up. Long story short. So I was in the shower, then my wife went to go into the bathroom. And I saw there was a box of tissues, and there was just one left. Okay? I know the so, dilemma that's coming. Yes, there's just one left. But I had to blow my nose. So instead, I went into the bathroom part of the bathroom, where the, you know, the water closet part, and took toilet paper and blew my nose. So to be a good husband, when I saw my wife a little bit later, maybe five minutes later, I said to her, as we were both then in the part where the sink is, I said, I saw there was one left in the box and I left it for you as she was holding that tissue, thinking I'm trying to get some nice guy points. She looked dead at me and she said, 
yeah, you probably just didn't know where the new ones were because you don't know how to look for things. Wow. And I said, fair point. You know, I left that one in there, be honest between you and I, because I wasn't going to take the last one because after almost 15 years of marriage, I still don't know where that new box of tissues is. You don't know. No, No idea. I will do that with a lot of things. That's like the last I'm, paper towel. I, I'm, I will leave it for three <laughs> weeks. Or I will wipe my face with it. With, I'll wipe it right on the countertop before I take that last paper towel. In the powder room on the first floor, it, if, if you it, run out of tissue. I, I, if it's behind something, I'll never find it. I mean, I am the worst at that. And she's on to my game. You know, I am just ter- – anything that is behind something, I can never find. And it makes her you furious. don't know how to look for things. Terrible. Terrible at it. What do you got coming up 10 to 2? Marriage. Uh, no, <laughs> more stories like that. Are you a good looker? Are you a good – if somebody tells you, hey, go find if, – if Cindy tells you, hey, Larry, there's a can of corn in the, in the, in the pantry, can you find it? No. I know. Sometimes, and it becomes like women get furious it's right about there. this. I, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> then you get anxiety filled, like maybe something's wrong. I don't know. Women do a lot of things better than men. That's the one thing that infuriates them. I found more than anything else when you can't find something that that is is been in the same place a lot of times. That makes them really mad. It does. So my workaround was just alleviate not using the last one so I didn't have to find it. <laughs> and I tried to build this into me being a nice chivalrous. I left you the last yes. one. And it didn't work. Some days, Colin, you just can't win. You're big on – see, you've been at this game so long, this marriage game, that you don't even enter the game. You just kind of punt on a lot of things, huh? You know – That's I, the lesson. <laughs> <laughs> when uh, my parents – we're married 50 years. We had a party. Uh-huh. And I said, Dad, congratulations. 50 years, marriage to mom. I said, how do you describe that? He goes, I'm still in training, son. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy, that's hit the bar high. <laughs> and then when my in-laws were married 30 years, my father-in-law, uh, I asked him about it. He goes, I said, what's, because the newspaper called him. They talked to people like Myron Copenhagen. People right, that have right. been married a while. What's the secret to a long marriage? He said, oh, that's easy. Just do what the hell ever she tells you to do. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll have a long marriage. Meanwhile, Ugh. all right, what's the hot topic today? Oh, I what don't do you know. Think people, what, what do you think people in Pittsburgh are going to be talking about today? You know what? I think people, this Fern Hollow hearing is something. Yeah, NTSB's in town. They're having a board meeting at 930, and they're going to finally, after 754 days, six cars and a bus on that Fern Hollow Bridge when it collapsed, they're going to tell us what happened. Pat bus, never a PRT bus, a Pat bus. Um, you know what a question I'm going to ask is this? If you want to if you, be glaringly honest, totally honest, 100% forthright, were you at every time, or maybe are you still – a little bit tight to drive across bridges after that. Did that stay with you? Or bridges up? There's a bridge. You know exactly where it is. On Wildwood Road that goes over the train tracks right by where I work out. That bridge is like exactly the same. 
as the Fern Hollow Bridge. You know which one I'm talking about that goes into North Park on Wildwood Road? They just redid it. They totally just redid that. That took them a year. Sure did. It's like, what what took so long? I was tight driving across that bridge just after. Do you think about that ever when you're on bridges? I have. Not every day. No. Uh, We drive across so many bridges. You'd be so anxiety filled, you couldn't move. You'd be paralyzed by fear. I know. I I just, I do. It's forced me to think a little bit. But if you were one of those six cars or that bus driver and people that were on a bus, yeah, if that happens to you, because. Uh, if that happened to me, I'd be in Aruba in a gigantic house somewhere with some settlement. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> Call the twins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Dunlap, 10 to 2. Thanks, Colin. I'll see you. Good luck with that marriage. Every Wednesday at this time on the Big K Morning Show, we feature another medical professional brought to you by Allegheny Health Network. Today, it's neurosurgeon Nestor Tomich, who is uh, part of this New treatment for patients dealing with opioid addiction. Doctor, I'm very anxious to get the details. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I don't have to tell you the crisis we have in this country when it comes to opioid addiction. It's been well documented. Too, too many people lose their lives and it ruins lives otherwise and family members. So it's nice to hear that there is some hope in terms of successfully treating an opioid addiction. So tell us about DBS in this device. So DBS is something we do, you know, every week at Allegheny General. It's uh, been around for 20 years or more, and it involves placing pacemaker devices and small wires into the brain. Uh, We do this surgery almost every week. It's minimally invasive for patients with Parkinson's disease and tremors. But, uh, it's being studied for new diseases and addictions, one of the most exciting uh, new frontiers for DBS. The idea behind DBS for addiction is that we can implant electrodes into the area of the brain that controls cravings, and we can program these devices to try to reduce the severe cravings that lead to relapse for opioid addiction addict patients. And who qualifies for getting this kind of uh, device implanted? I mean, what does someone have to present in order for them to be eligible for this? Well, it took us some years through the FDA to get approval. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of criteria, but basically these are patients that have opioid addiction and have had multiple relapses despite best available treatments, which include medications and psychological therapy and inpatient rehabilitation. So patients that are trying to do everything uh, have have gone through addiction treatment programs but continue to relapse may be candidates. And like I said, this work has been done in small case series across the world for different drugs, including alcohol and cocaine. And once again, in this country, the, the major problem has been with opioids, both prescription and uh, illicit opioids like heroin and fentanyl. So we're very excited to uh, have a new potential treatment here for, for patients that are just failing all other treatments. And what kind of success has this uh, implantation had? What's the success rate? Well, so far we've done one patient, and uh, like I said, we're we're looking for two more patients um, to enroll. Um, you know, we're we have no complications with the first patient, and the first patient is re- reporting decreased cravings and has not been using. So we're excited by the early results, um, but we'll be following these patients very closely for a couple years or more. 
and uh, we'll have to you know, report that back to the FDA. Hopefully, you know, more and more centers across the country can collaborate to do a, a multi-center study. And um, once again, we're trying to show that this can be done safely, and hopefully, we'll you know we'll save lives. I definitely will, and hopefully, that does happen. In the meantime, can you explain to people? You talked about that addiction. You're targeting a part of the brain because a lot of people don't understand why people keep doing what they do. Yeah, I think, you know, it's important for us also to kind of do this to to remind people that addiction is not just a bad habit. It's really a brain disease. The, the brains of patients addicted to opioids and other drugs are altered. And uh, basically, we've known for years from animal models um, which parts of the brain change with addiction, um, and we're targeting. You know, these pathways are are well known, so it's it's good time to start you know trying to stimulate them and and modify these pathways because once again, it's it's not you know just someone's poor self control that leads to addiction. The brain itself has changed, and unless you can reprogram these pathways, unfortunately, um, some patients will never be you know able to kind of stop this this addiction process. Well, obviously, we hope this is a great success. Appreciate you sharing that with us and continue the uh, tremendous work, Doctor. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Dr. Nestor Tomich, a neurosurgeon with the Allegheny Health Network, brought to you by Allegheny Health Network and 412 Doctors, always a great resource to reach out. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.